Welcome to Story Route Zero. This is a podcast where friends gather to talk about the good, the bad, the ugly, and the strange worlds of video games. We often don't know where we're going, but that's half the fun. Come on the journey with us. Hit us up on Twitter at StoryRouteZero. You can send us an email at StoryRouteZero at gmail.com. That includes questions, concerns, comments, complaints, pet pics. Send us some recipes. Send us some stories about your day. We're going to listen. Podcast start your engines. We have liftoff. Let's have a journey. And he told me to push, and he made me feel well, and he told me to leave that vision of hell to the dying. My name is Matthew Keel. This is Story Route Zero, episode 74. I might be wrong. Got it. I got it. Sweet. Broken clock's right twice a day. That voice is Jason Marshall. The lyrics were Bell and Sebastian, their song Nobody's Empire, off of Girls in Peacetime Just Want to Dance. And I, we also have two other friends with us. Uh, repre- a Rhode Island pothole now. I can't think of anything different since the last time I did it. Uh, she's in New Digs, everybody. And it looks nice. Michaela, how's so, the new place? The new place is great. It's 99% set up, so... Cool. Can't beat ninety nine. Can't beat ninety nine percent. I don't know. Quickly, that's quick for having moved. You know, yeah. Reasons, yeah. So, yeah. Damn. I would. It would took me forever. Anyways. Help, so. Oh, that's I, good. I yeah, moved into. I moved into this place like four years ago, and there's still shit I have packed up. So I have one box that's still packed. <laughs> what I've got. I've got. Achiever. I've got thousands of CDs and and a, at least a couple thousand movies in boxes that will probably never make it to shelves at this point. If we, if we have any uh, younger viewers who are like, CDs, what are yeah. those? <laughs> yeah. CDs are so retro. Um, how are you guys? <laughs> I was I was sick last week. Uh, and I'm still, if you can't tell in my voice, I still kind of have it. Let's just say kids passing off colds might as well be throwing a nuclear football at this point. I know I am a 41-year-old man, and this is basically a complete bitch fest because men getting sick are pussies. I just said it, and I stand by it. I've worked in healthcare. Um, I've seen – and the tougher the man is, the bitchier they are, let me tell you. Um, Enough about that. How was your guys' weekend? Pretty good. Relaxing. Got to enjoy. Got to just enjoy the gaming news. Yeah. It was a. (laughs) What's that like? (laughs) It's just, it was just nice. Just all the announcements. Just. I found a few. I found one. Um, the PR for Super Rare Games. He did uh, shout out to. Um, why am I drawing a blank? Michaela, it's Ryan something. Oh crap, Ryan. I'll, I'll I'll look it up. But he 
basically created a thread for every show and just it was so organized like that brown 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 Brown. um it was just so cool it was just it made it so much easier because sometimes i don't want to watch the shows because there's a lot of there's too much filler on some of these shows and it was just easier Mm -hmm. to seeing the announcements pour in and then watch the one i want watch skip Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it was nice yeah. Good decent weather. Not too hot, not too cold. Cool. Moose, Michaela, how's your weekends? Did a thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was yeah. Uh, yeah, it was a long weekend. It was quite literally a long say. weekend. It was busy. I took Thursday, Friday off. So I started moving on Thursday. Um, Thursday, Friday, Saturday were the biggest, heaviest days, um, for it. So like the movers dropped my shit here on Thursday. And so I was unpacking Thursday, Friday, and then Saturday, the new furniture I bought, which is like this table and I got a new coffee table and end tables, um, that stuff got delivered. So by the end of Saturday, I was mostly set up in my nice new space that I am very much loving. It's more, it's more spacious. It's bigger than I was expecting. I was kind of worried my furniture would all be on top of each other. Not the case. Um, and so it's good. yeah, it's, it's good. My, my parents helped me very much to move, especially my mom. She was the MVP. Emery kept going to Target. She's like, Ooh, you need this. Ooh, you need this. And then she would just show up here at my door with more shit. So uh, God bless Aunt Marie. Uh, Shout I also, out to the parents of memory. Yes. Oh, God. Very nice. Um, very nice. That was a good one. That's a, that's a good one, guy. Yeah. You, you win. I'm gonna write that one down. That's a good one. <laughs> that's the show title. That, that's the shit. <laughs> okay, not enough alcohol in the world for that. Okay. Um, I also. <laughs> I watched the women's college. You'll remember. No, that's not going to work. No. I watched the women's college world series, um, nice. which ended up being between Oklahoma, the one seed and Florida state, the 10 seed Florida state took the first game and then Oklahoma smashed them in the face until it was over. Um, was it a best? It wasn't a best of seven. Was it? No, it's a best of okay. um, five. Best of no. five. Okay. At least it was that. <laughs> no, actually, it might actually only be best of three. I forget. They won. Okay. It, yeah, um, it's it's short. For I think it might be shorter than usual this year. But I feel like the season mm. was still kind of altered and funky with COVID and everything. Um, at least there was a season this year, unlike last year, where there was mm. Zippo. Um, but yeah, that was great to watch. I love watching softball. Softball and football are the only two sports I really like to watch besides the Olympics. Um, but um, yeah, I moved. I watched some softball. I watched some E3 as well. And Jason was my MVP as well. So two MVPs, my mom for the moving and Jason for the game. So obviously Thursday was my first day moving in here. I did not have internet yet. The one tricky thing that about my living room I had to do is the, um, the outlet for the coax cables on the wrong wall. So I had my dad and I had to run like a coax cable around the perimeter of the room. So that became a late night project. So I did not have Wi-Fi in time for Summer Game Fest and Jason texted me a blow by blow, which was very nice of him. Um, Keeping me up to date. Um, but yeah, so it was a E3 moving softball 
weekend, not much of the relaxing to speak of, but I, uh, I, I, I persisted. I am here and I'm very ready for next weekend so I can collapse a little bit. Yeah. I'd be like, I'm not doing shit. Just like feeding myself and like just hanging out do a little gaming, do a little relax. And that's what I would do after that big move. I haven't done any gaming with my new gaming setup yet. So that will be tomorrow. Probably will be my first gaming day. I could have done it yesterday, but I decided to toughen up and write just a couple quick um, articles about E3 for Obelisk. Nice. Nice. Moose, I don't remember if you went or anything. I didn't. It was a bachelor's weekend. My wife went to an estate auction with her sister Saturday. And so I did a crap ton of gaming. Um, I am caught. Well, so we did the book uh, or the um, backlog Monday. So played a a bit of that to try and finish it up. And then um, lots of gaming. Like, wow. Pretty much a lot of wow. And then caught up on, I watched a lot of the shows live um, and then uh, just watched Twitch too. So it was a very relaxing weekend. I was going to mow, but then my grass wasn't, it was like, it's not really, you know, long enough to justify cutting right now. So I'll just wait. And then I was going to do it tonight and then it rained. So had some good weather. So that was nice. Yeah. It's cool. Uh, you? So, the Euros started on Friday, and for those who don't know what the Euros is, it's the European Soccer Championships. Uh, it's kind of like it's kind of like March Madness, where except, except well, yeah, it's kind of like March Madness, but it comes around every four years. Um, European nations get together, and I think this year is the first time there's 32 teams in it. Uh, but I realized this Saturday morning while I was at work. So I've been kind of binging my own brand of football all weekend. Uh, I tried to get up for the E3 stuff, but over the past week being sick and I'm just, I've, my head's just not been in it and I can't really explain why. Uh, but the thing, the the couple of things I did actually make it through, like uh, I, I will speak to this. I did watch all of Devolver, and I think I think theirs is really good, despite I mean because it leans into its own bullshit. Like they lean into the silliest aspects of of this hobby and this industry to a point where. Uh, I can see why people don't like them because I mean, like so many, uh, so many gamers are very bad at self-examination <laughs> and, and it's, and it's well, maybe it's not that they're bad at it, but they look in the mirror and it bothers them that they're like that. Maybe, I don't know. I'm not a therapist. I'm, I'm not a doctor. I'm not trying to give you medical advice, but sometimes a lot of our problems are inward and Devolver tends to point at that in a really cool way every time with their, with their press conferences, especially half of the time in that particular one where they're like, yeah, you're going to buy all these kids and you don't even like them, but you have to be part of the conversation because you have to have something. It was, it was kind of brilliant. And uh, 
and it was maybe that was it maybe i'm just like yeah i don't maybe i don't need to do this but this is interesting um other than that like i watched i watched a few movies uh i watched uh, a marx brothers classic called horse feathers uh which centers around them fixing a football game which is great for you know the 1930s uh i watched uh, reba and i watched into the spider-verse last night which uh as someone who doesn't really care for the modern superhero stuff into the spider-verse is easily part of the vanguard of that of that style like that and probably black panther are the ones that have brought me in and and kept my attention where like i haven't seen endgame i haven't seen any of the i haven't seen most of the modern mcu thing and frankly i look at that and it's just kind of exhausting uh also been listening to a ton of music but I feel like if I get started on that, I'll probably bore a lot of folks. So music is cool. You should listen to it. That's all I'm going to say. What do you say? We talk about, actually, you know, Michaela, have you even played anything? No, sir. But I did. All I did was buy stuff and download stuff. <laughs> Technically, okay. Hold on. Hold on. I, I got a platinum this week, but I didn't play. <laughs> I transferred my save data to the PS5 for Final Fantasy 7. Oh, look at you. So I got a free platinum. Hey. So I didn't play hey. anything. At least at least it's not Shapesgate 2015, all right? <laughs> yep. So, yeah, yeah. Does, you still haven't pulled the Man, It's exactly Shapesgate. <laughs> it's, <laughs> not. it's exactly <laughs> that. It's literally Shapesgate. She didn't play it. She said it. Yeah, she didn't play it. I when I when we did that stupid trophy contest, I opened up sound shapes <laughs> to play it and platinum it, and all of the trophies went. And I'm like, oh, this isn't uh, good. <laughs> uh, uh, sure he did. And then and then fucking Gideon lost his mind. I said, like, "Why well, see what you did there?" I think oh. he was watching it more than me and Philip. He was. Were. He was. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, no so i didn't play anything but i did buy some stuff and i downloaded some stuff so obviously i downloaded ff7 on my ps5 i've got the dlc i just have not had time to play it yet um i got that platinum i downloaded a demo for a game we'll talk about later but it is not playable currently so i didn't play it (laughs) downloaded the scarlet nexus demo haven't played that yet and then I went to GameStop because I needed to reward myself for a successful move. And I picked up Ratchet and Clank and Returnal because I'm irresponsible and can't go into a GameStop and only buy one thing. All right. Okay. <laughs> I mean, that's, it's, I think that's more. Shit, that's why. I think that's normal. I don't know. If that's <laughs> yeah. Continuing. Yeah, I don't think that's like. Technically, it wasn't full price. I bought it pre-owned. And GameStop, okay. when you do one so, new game, one so, pre-owned yeah. game. So it definitely wasn't irresponsible because you had the mindset to purchase I agree. Yeah, there you go. See? See? Look at that. We're going to we're going to justify that. <laughs> yeah. Now, it's 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 irresponsible if you walked in and you're like not going to look at the used games, not going to look at the used games, not going to look at the used games. Oh, look, there's used games. That's irresponsible. No, what I did was I went and I looked to see if they had Ratchet and Clank on the shelves, which they didn't. 
Mm -hmm. And, um, which, uh, you know, it's a couple days after release. They had it in, it was still in their pre-order section. Sure. Even though it was two days later. Um, And I looked and I saw Returnal and I picked it up and it was a pre-owned copy and a GameStop employee happened to be shelving shit right next to me at the time. And he went hard trying to sell me on it. He's like, if you like Dark Souls, blah, 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 and all this stuff. And I was like, I came in here already 80% sure I was going to buy this, but you're working so hard for it. I'm just going to, you know what? We're going to get Returnal. You should be like, hey, you know who I am? And then pull out your phone with a clip of you singing, it's beginning to look a lot like Dark Souls. Yeah, see? See, There we go. Excuse me, sir. I am a gamer. Yeah, no, this time, he went above and beyond though usually sometimes uh like especially as a girl when i walk into a GameStop, i always expect at least one bro to try to game splain at me sure. it generally happens this guy was just so earnest he's like this is awesome this game was great i'm like you know what i already wanted it you just showed your passion for it i'm gonna buy it then i asked him mm-hmm. like do you have ratchet and clank he's like yep let me go get you a copy it's behind the the cash register and i was like awesome and then i also locked in pre-orders for scarlet nexus and uh tales of arise yeah tales of arise and scarlet nexus are real dope if i if i can get the money right i'm gonna probably pre-order both of them go ahead jason can we just can you invite him on the show so he can explain to me how returnals for dark so you know what i'll do it don't stop you know what? I didn't. I was. I, did, I started talking about roguelites, and he was just all up on it. And I was like, you know what? He's just so excited. He has no uh, idea what he's talking about. He was excited. I'll just. And you bought it, so you know what? His job was done. He could have been. Job like, was done. If you really like Madden and NBA, get this. <laughs> <laughs> no. And then he started asking me, "What else have you played on the PS5?" And of course, I just went list of JRPGs. And he's like, "We're gonna be best friends." And I was like, "I'll be back." <laughs> nice. Matt, did you play anything? I did. <laughs> I I did. I did manage to fire up something new, other than Binding of Isaac. I fired up. Not Crusade. that there's anything wrong in that. No, exactly. But it, yeah, no. Binding Binding of Isaac is the albatross around my neck, and I recognize it. And I'm still having fun with it, despite it being oh so mean to me lately. But I started playing uh, Crusader Kings three. Uh, now this is, this is one of those, uh, reasons that I wanted it to have a PC to play games on, um, because I have spent more time reading about Crusader Kings as a series in a game over the past, I don't know how many years and the way that stories tend to come about from Crusader Kings is fascinating. Uh, But having never played it in the past, it is 100% uh, a lot, if not too much. Um, So the game looks like basically a risk board that is predominantly old Europe. You can look at, you know, you can look at most of the world, I believe takes place in the middle ages, but you can pick a ruler of some sort. Not like you don't have to be a King. You could be just like at the rank of a Duke or, or a vassal of some sort to a ruler. Uh, And then it's about maintaining your lineage and making sure that 
you try you over the course of time you have to try and gain gain titles and have children and you know secure them because when your your character eventually dies because time is undefeated and you next start playing as the uh, highest ranking heir that you have brought forth into that world. And this shit is fucking fascinating. My first character, I think I just did the tutorial. They start you in Ireland, which is, I don't want to say it's easy, but it seems to be a way to, you don't have all, you don't have a, you're looking at the Isle, the Island of Ireland. You're not, there's not a ton to look at in terms of like, you, you're not <clears throat> inundated with multiple uh, different kingdoms and political intrigue and everything. It gets you used to the stats and used to uh, looking at information to make things happen. But I ended up to a point where I took over uh, the northernmost chunk of Ireland and the southernmost chunk of Ireland. And there's this middle stripe that I just could not get a foothold in. But I noticed anybody that seemed to be going to war was going through that chunk. And I'm like, you know what? They're going through. They're not really bothering me. I'm okay with this. Uh, but I was trying, I mean, I basically, I basically got to a point where I had, I think five or six kids, uh, married them all off. But I didn't really pay attention to like, I didn't really pay attention to like what any of those marriages meant for future me. Because when my care, so, so one of the things, if you, if you want to know kind of what happens in Crusader Kings, Google the story uh, from Kotaku, uh, Crusader Kings 3 as told by Steam Reviews. And that is basically the best way to understand Crusader Kings because you'll you'll get the first few where it's like, oh, it's it's completely condensed. It's so much easier to digest this time out. And then you then you scroll down a few, and it's like, well, I'm four hours in, and I'm going to try and have sex with the Pope. By the way, the Pope is bisexual. This is Crusader Kings, um, or I'm four hours in. Uh, I've killed my brother-in-law. And I'm going to take his wife, which is my sister. Uh, wish me luck. Um, or I'm a few hours in, and I've already created an incestuous death cult. Welcome to Crusader Kings. Like these things, and I, you know, my first character I created, I lasted long enough for my son to marry his daughter and hope to maintain a title. And I'm like, I think I'm playing Crusader Kings right um, yeah. because. Crusader Kings has a lot in common with Dwarf Fortress where you don't actually control much. It's kind of like you're pushing against the simulation and trying to influence, it's, it's, you're trying to influence by, you're trying to influence uh, a water balloon, the size of a Cadillac where it's kind of immovable, but if you push it, you'll slowly get momentum happening. Because you don't really control character. I mean, I, I went to a couple of wars. I was, you know, undefeated in wars, but they did nothing for me because I didn't pay attention to the consequences of them. I was just trying to get the mechanics right. And the wars, basically, you see one giant figure walking across the map, and then you see two figures fight. It almost looks like the Black Knight fight in Monty Python and the Holy Grail. 
without the arms chopping off, which is sadly kind of missed. Uh, but I, the, I started it and I lost like six hours immediately to like trying to wrap my head around this game. And this is one of the most fascinating new experiences I've had in a while. And uh, I've gone back once since. And uh, when, when my character died, I took over the role of my eldest daughter or my eldest surviving daughter, because I think my son was murdered. I think I think he was murdered for. Uh, she married him off to the wrong person, no, and you weren't no, paying attention. I he and I think I married him off, but then he decided <laughs> to have sex with his daughter, and then that that was a murder. Someone, God, did, someone, damn. someone didn't like that, and you know had to exact you know a certain kind of revenge. Or I would feel like if you do, you'd be like, like I see, need to kill him. <laughs> but see, but see, like you get props for this, but there's really you at that once they're adults, you kind of have no choice. You're like, well. This is what it is. Like it's not like yeah. I can, it's not like you can hit a rewind button and try and redo things, and that's kind of the beauty of it. Crusader Kings, like those stupid riddles that old people post on Facebook. I'm your granddaughter's, but I'm also your daughter-in-law. But I'm the mother of your great-grandchild. Who am I? Yeah, it's yeah. I mean, and then you know, I started new, thinking- new, 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 new. <laughs> Yes, but this instead of being on a banjo, it is played by a bard on a lute, so it is medieval. Um, but th- this game is cool. I, I know that this is probably going to be uh, one of those things that only I, at least on, among this crew, that only I ever really play. And maybe I'll have one story where I talk about it for a very long time. Um, but eventually I, I got... I, I died. My I took control of my eldest daughter, and her reign basically evaporated. She didn't. We didn't do any. Like she and I didn't do anything to like piss anybody off. I just didn't. I mm-hmm. as a father, I did poorly. <laughs> I didn't get. I didn't. I didn't put. I didn't put my children in a very good pres- good position for my legacy. So that's on me, but I need to learn that I, that's kind of like the first time I've had to try and think like that. And when you're engaging with just walls of systems, you can miss a few details. Uh, but I eventually took, <clears throat> I, uh, I started another character uh, in Sicily where my parent or my, my mom's family's from. I'm like, I'll try this, see what's happening. Uh, and I am already like, I'm already saying, okay, I'm already saying like, okay, who, who in power has an okay opinion of me and what can I do to make them feel better about me? And how can I get my kids in a better position? (laughs) How do I get my, I'm basically, you know, essentially I'm Lori Laughlin and Felicity Huffman trying to get my kids into into bad in, into universities poorly 
See, you're shaking your head. You're shaking your head. Jason, you're looking, but like, that's what Crusader Kings is. I think I need more whiskey to do the rest of the show. And that's fine. I'll give you time. Go ahead. What do um, we, what do you, uh, let's do it. Like, <laughs> yeah. put it on pause. Yeah, go go get it. it. Go get it. I'll, yeah. I'll, find, I'll find things to talk about. Um, oh, it. God, we know he will. But, <laughs> but, ulti- but like, ultimately, that's kind of what Crusader Kings feels like. But I think because it's not a, push this button to be better or or you know push interact with the system directly to make things go wild that's sort of the fascinating part uh so i'm I'm going to i'm going to keep pushing at this system and see what i can do with it uh when time presents itself uh yeah i really like it it is one of the more fascinating things i've i've played in the past few years um so and i and and yeah like ultimately there's there's i could of course i would love this game because i loved blaze ball like that's essentially like that's the kind of storytelling you get from this um and plus seeing your own murder plot go off without a hitch something special about that there is and and frankly in my in my new character i'm writing i'm right near the pope and he's trying to step on toes he's doing his level best to piss off everybody around him i think he started two wars uh in the very recent past so i might have i might have to clap the vatican y'all i don't that this has been reminding me of a book called Heir Apparent that captures this zany RPG-ness where there's just random shit that happens and there's really, like, stuff can go off the rails. And then when you bring in the Pope, it reminds me of Helsing, which I told you guys about before. But, Matt, I think you should, if you ever get into an anime mood and you're looking for something, try Helsing Ultimate. It's already in my queue, dear. I paid oh. attention. I listen to you. I'm bad at remembering stuff, but I do listen. Um... But I speaking of, speaking of anime, there was an anime I recently binged called Record of Lodos War, and this ties in. I'm not going to go off on a, on a rant, but it's kind of like a bunch. A game. No, yeah, I know it's yeah. Dealacina reviewed it for Waypoint, um, but that was the reason I watched it. But Record of Lodos War is essentially if a bunch of people decided to make an anime based on some really epic D&D quests that they had in a tabletop RPG, because that's, that's what it feels like. That's how the characters sound. And that's kind of its charm. If someone, I mean, Game of Thrones in a lot of ways kind of comes off as some batshit Crusader King stuff now that I am looking at it just i mean you know i'm i'm happy that i survived that my first character survived long enough to see his grandson commit commit incest like just like yeah that's a crusader king's win in my book uh just because of how much i've read about it but i could totally see like if someone decided to make an anime off of some weird crusader king shit totally be my jam um i believe we are to moose or jason Mm, I'll go real quick. Uh, lots of wow. So that's been wow. fun. Uh, I mean, playing playing that paladin, 
rocking and rolling retribution, doing them, doing them transmog runs. And then I got stuck in a raid where it's not so many expansions back. So I don't have enough DPS to kill the third to the last boss before they melt me. I'm just like, all right, well, so anyways, playing a lot of that. Uh, and then uh, golf story. So we talked about that last week and this week I am literally on the last hole that I have to play. Well, not the last hole, but the last round of golf, last nine holes. I have to play the last course. That's the word I was looking for. Um, and it keeps screwing me. So I have to keep restarting. So I'm hoping to finish it soon. And I was talking to Jason with it. I think to Jason about it last week and, and uh, after the show, and it's got a lot of cool mechanics that I really like. Uh, there's a, a part where you act, there's a section of the game where you actually have to attack somebody with like hitting them with the ball. So you have to be pretty precise and whatnot. And I'm like, I like that. I like how they work that in. I feel like it would have been cool if they could have worked more of that in because it's technically an RPG, but I understand how they can't because it's like, it fits real well with the section of the game that you go to. So like you get there and you're like, okay, this makes sense when you're, figuring out what you have to do but um and then like i also realized like there's <laughs> you don't like you are actually grinding legit experience when you are playing the courses like not like game experience but the, like knowledge of the course because like it like you have to learn like your wind you have to figure out where your bunkers are and you're like yes i would rather bury myself in that bunker than drop in the water because that's an extra stroke and i don't need that because i'm trying to get you know under par and so it's just a lot of fun i think that's why i'm having a lot of trouble what's really funny is when i played this this is the second time i'm playing the last course that i need to play and i did really well on that and now i'm it's like terrible and i'm like what the heck and so it's just going to be a while I feel before I knock this out. But um, uh, Jason and I were talking about like what I should do next. I was like, man, I don't, I was like, I kind of want to do like a newer game. And so I'm going to, I'm along the lines of like rotating new and old. So I have Narita boy that I have to play, which I just got recently. So I was like, I think I'll hop on that and then decide like an older game to go back to. I know I've talked about the tours before, so I think those are probably going to be my next two games. As far as my Switch goes, uh, I haven't touched the PS4 in forever, which I do need to do. I need to get back to Mass Effect. I haven't touched that, but like WoW has been all-consuming just because I have stuff to do. Like I haven't hit the point like Jason has where it's just like, I can get on every once in a while and have fun with it. Like I still have things that I need to technically do. Uh, Also patch 9.1 is coming out soon, which I am only like, I'm between 37. I'm like 37 or 38 uh, uh, renowned with my covenant. And I need to be 40 before the patch drops because at 45, we get flight. So I don't want to be fighting that uphill battle before uh, the patch comes out. So I'm trying to also push to get, uh, max level renown with my covenant, but yeah, so it's pretty much what I've been doing. So a lot of shit, Jesus. <laughs> Re- regarding golf story, did you see the rap battle yet? Yes, which is awesome and amazing. <laughs> yeah, so I thought that was re- that was really funny, and I thought that was cool that they put that in. Um, yeah, I I it is a lot longer than I thought it would be, which I'm yeah. thoroughly enjoying. But I mean, I, <laughs> but, uh, 
because I when I first played it and then stopped, I just played the first course like infinitely. Yeah. And just had like so much experience and so much money. Like I leveled up at least like 20 times before I moved on. But anyways, yeah. Yeah. Uh good stuff. It's so it's pretty inventive, isn't it? Yes. I uh like I recommended it a lot last week, even more so this week. Like it should be on your switch. If you own a switch, it should be on your switch and you should be playing it for multiple reasons. Interesting story. It's got good gameplay. There's multiplayer if you want to play somebody else, uh, which I think is just loco. local, mm-hmm. local, 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 all local. <laughs> yeah, we are. I mean, but... <laughs> I, I was sitting there like, I don't think that's wrong. I, I think that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, good game. Jason. I rolled credits on Biomutant. Goaty. Um, it's up there. So far or no? Yeah, no, it's up there. Okay. And I also rolled credits on Ratchet and Clank. Go on. It's an excellent game. Uh, visually, probably the best I've played on PS5. I okay. Mean, it's like, it really is playing a Pixar film. Like, it's, I still can't believe they were able to pull that off. Mm-hmm. Um, not a perfect game. There are some issues. Um, the whole rift mechanic, they definitely oversold it. And, um, you play as, I was, everyone knows you play as Rivet and Ratchet. Yeah. They're the same other than their dialogue. And okay. look, there's no discernible, like, they play the same, there's play styles, they use the same weapons, so I wish they kind of did more with that, like, if you did one thing with Ratchet, like, they, I mean, there's so many weapons in game, they could have, like, oh, Rivet has these, Ratchet has these, because it's a Ratchet and Clank game, you get, like, we're talking, like, Borderlands level of weapons available, yeah. it's absurd, mm-hmm. But besides those two things, I had a I, I actually didn't take the game out. Of, like I put it in rest mode, went back. Like I never closed. I didn't see the title screen until I rolled credits. Um, nice. Seven trophies shy of the platinum, so I'll go back and get that. Um, twelve. I had twelve hours played. So, um, if you skipped all the cinematics. You'd be under 10. I don't know why you would. It just seems odd for a game like that. But I definitely recommend. I mean, although the haptic feedback could be a bit much, as Moose can attest. Like, when you have a, a Gatling gun, Moose could hear it through my microphone. Like, it was nice. just, like, rumbling. And I wasn't leaning on anything. Like, he literally, like, it, it sounds like the controller is, like, going to have mechanical failure. <laughs> it did. He's like, can you hear that? I'm like, yes, I can. It's not annoying, but I can hear it. <laughs> it was like, I can't stop unless I use a different weapon. But, I mean, everything just, I mean, it just, I'm still amazed by how it looked. It played great. I mean, it was just, it was a lot of fun. And you know what? After twelve hours, I don't think it could. 
it needed to be longer. I think it would have dragged at that point. I think One thing I'll say is I haven't seen anybody complaining about the game's length. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like with so short games that are full price, usually somebody starts a narrative of like, oh, whatever this game shouldn't, but I haven't seen any of that negativity. People are just enjoying the game. Yeah, I think it took me by surprise when I saw the Power Picks trophy guide and it said 10 hours. And I'm like, platinum, geez. But I don't know how, unless you skipped every cinematic and had a guide, I don't see how you hit 10 hours. Or you're just incredibly lucky or just, you're one of those people who always find secrets. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, it's, a, it's probably another hour or two and I'll have the platinum, but um, there's New Game Plus actually with challenge mode, which I haven't checked out, but yeah, I had, I really enjoyed my time. So I got to roll credits on two games this week. Well done, sir. So hopefully by next week I have both platinums in Biomutant and Ratchet. Hopefully by next week I get to start one of them. <laughs> and that's that's it. Um, want to talk about the news? Yeah, it's a good time of the year. Yeah. All right. I mean, it's buckle up. The gamingest time of the year. Please raise your hand if you'd like to input anything. Okay. We're going to start off with some simple news before we go into conferences. After five years, Overwatch is getting cross-play. It only took till the announcement of Overwatch 2, and but it is now getting cross-play, which is pretty cool. Still got a massive fan base, so that's kind of cool. You're late than never. Fallout 76 is... I didn't write this, Michaela. Is literally nuking their Battle Royale. It is ending in September. I wish I wrote that. See, I see you know what? You know, Jason, I'm going to say this. But you didn't change it. <laughs> That's not... You're too smart for that. <laughs> you would have made a better... You, you would have done better. Okay, thank you. I believe in you. I don't. And no, I'm not saying he wouldn't have done a pun. He would have definitely done a pun. Let's no, she's not... saying she still doesn't believe in his pun. Like, yeah, but she she hates puns. She doesn't hate puns. Oh yeah, she does. She just hates bad ones, which which is 99 percent of puns. I mean, give me a good one. I can't. That's true. <laughs> I mean, and. I mean, why doesn't why doesn't a T Rex go to the gym? Because it makes him dinosaur. I mean, there's really not there's really not a good pun. You're welcome, Sorry. Jason. <laughs> You're welcome, Jason. Uh, Jedi Fallen Order got the PS5 upgrade. Um, Health treatment. Treatment, and I didn't realize this. This is the first game offering disc to digital for free. So if you own the PS4 disc version, you can, I guess you put, you just, it comes up in the store and you can redeem it digitally. Which is kind of cool. I'm sorry, but I completely missed the name of the game that you just said. I'm sorry. Fallen Order. Jedi. Right. Yeah. All right. Well, the first Before thing- you. 
before you get to conferences, is Monarch before conferences? Yeah, that one technically is. Yeah, technically. Monarch, yeah. But we Michaela, talk- any thoughts? Like, I'm pretty sure you and I are the only two here. Yeah, so for the listeners at home, Monarch is the, I think we briefly mentioned this last week's yeah, we episode. Um, it is a new school RPG coming from Shin Megami Tensei vets who are no longer at atlas they have their own studio now i don't remember the name of the studio matt do you i do not i don't remember but um obviously their own venture it still looks very high school au dungeon crawly dark teenage jrpg craziness we do know that the game will be localized um uh nis america i think is the one who's going to be helping to bring that westward uh, as they usually do, they have a great relationship with most of those publishers over there and the developers. So not surprising there. I believe it is targeting next year for worldwide release. It won't be simultaneous. Um, um, I think it says it says launches in October. That's for the Japan. headline. Yeah, that's, for yeah, Japan. that's just the headline. So yeah, so next year it will we'll have our hands on it. I believe is the projection. Depends on how long localization takes, but October for Japan. Um, I'm looking looks, at it, I'm looking at an Engadget article and it does not say the developer or anything. So yeah, it looks it looks dark. <clears throat> it looks freaky. It definitely looks M- SMT ish. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, TBD looks exciting. Yeah, looks good. Fury U or Fury U? That's the name of the developer. Yeah, okay. they're basically insert former Shimagami Tensei developer people in new studio. Um, well, we have the Indie Live Expo, which we kind of mentioned last week. Um, links will be in the description. It's over five hours long. I, I mean, they actually separated. There were six waves, so you can watch it. I would highly recommend, even if you don't use Steam, open a Steam account if you don't have one. And you can wishlist 90% of these just for the sheer fact that you can't wishlist them on Nintendo yet or PlayStation if they're a year out. So just to save you the trouble of that way you can have it all in one spot. Um, and if you do have Steam, a lot actually have demos for some of these. Oh, cool. Um, we got Gorilla Collective. There was two days of this. Um, again, go to Twitch, watch the recent broadcast. There were like eight hours of this. It was absurd. There's so much indie covers this E3. It really was. Uh, East Asia Soft had a mini show. There was like 10 announcements. Um, nothing really screamed out to me. I don't know. If, uh, we now know what Playdate is. It is a new handheld. Um, it's $179. It's like browser-based, but we're getting games from developers who made Katamari and Graceful Explosion Machine. Cool. We got the Battlefield 2042 reveal and gameplay reveal, um, which was in the Xbox, but um, October 22nd, 128 players in matches. Um, No campaign, though, so it's strictly multiplayer. Cheap stuff. Hell yeah. 
Jeff Keighley's Summer Game Fest was a lot of pomp and circumstance. Um, but a lot, lot, lot of Amazon Prime. Get your games yeah. with Amazon Prime. A lot of Amazon Prime <laughs> and Twitch stuff, but but this defense it is defense like they kind of paid for it so Um, whatever anyway sorry gearbox's new game which was sort of leaked tiny tina's wonderlands it's a follow-up to bunkers and badasses the salt and dragon keep Mm -hmm. it's out by next uh by april 2022 and this Uh, is standalone right standalone and it's not a Borderlands <clears throat> game, like mechanically. Like there's spells. There's it's it. It will play differently. Um, Metal Slug Tactics. This looks so. When they announced this, looks dope. <laughs> I like when they announced it. I'm like, that's metal. Wait a minute. Yeah, I'm like this. They did an anti-metal slug game, and I you see in like you see all of the sprites and it looks fresh off of a arcade cabinet in the nineties. Look, I, I love this idea. I'm not 100% certain it'll fly off very well, but I support it 100%. So I will, I will keep my eye on this. And speaking of um, arcade, <clears throat> arcade one up who does the home cabinets just announced four new ones these look so cool, but they're like six hundred dollars. Yeah. Uh, Street Fighter no. Two, um, Galaga, Miss Pac-Man, and Turtles in Time, which I would oh if I could afford those or had a place to put them. Right. Yeah. I think it's more. I think it's more along the lines of a place to put them. Yeah. We don't need a dining room. Why? No. Turtles put, in Time. That's what the dining room table is for. Story. No. We're just gonna put all four of them, just like so you can walk around and just there's four <laughs> of us. We take turns. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just see, Arya, go to turtles. <laughs> Give your sister a turn at Galaga. <laughs> um, a sequel to Salt and Sanctuary was announced. Salt and Sacrifice. Yes. Online co-op. <laughs> yes. Yes. This looks dope. Hunt them dirty fucking mages. It's been what I know, five years since the first game. Yeah, I yeah, know. I, I know. As a gamer, it's not about me, but I want a pumpkin that I can wear on my head in this game because pumpkin head needs to come out of retirement. <laughs> I just need the sound effects to be as ridiculous as they were in Salt and Sanctuary because when you hit the bad guys, they made the weirdest, funniest noises, and it oh, just great. tickles so me. Good. Oh, that, I was. It looks dope. It looks dope. I, yeah, I was in a I was in a chat uh, with some folks in a Discord server that I'm in, and they were all watching one of the one of the thing, and they were talking about. I think was there. I'm, I know we'll probably get to this, but there was a Death's Gambit announcement. Yep. I yep. guess we'll get to that. Okay, we'll get to that. And they were talking about how that was like one of the best ones, uh, and I, I'm like, you're forget. I feel like you're forgetting Death's Game or uh, Salt and Sanctuary and Hollow Knight. Like those are kind of the and Blasphemous. Those are kind of like the two D Souls like. I'm gonna argue with Hollow Knight not being super Souls like, but go for it. The combat's the combat. 
it's more metroidvania and then we've talked about how metroidvania is kind of like souls is kind of like 3d mm, yeah yeah, yeah. well Hollow Knight isn't quite rpg enough for me to call it yeah and that's fair that's 100 fair uh but let's not let's not derail this jason what's next um we got to see more of solar ash which was shown at the state of play last time this looks really cool um <laughs> We got to do hyperlight dirty for a game club at some point before this. <laughs> Sometime when we're feeling like punishing ourselves. <laughs> then there was some a ton of random shit, but they closed with finally Elden Ring's trailer. Oh, you you totally skipped Tunic. I said I wasn't covering everything. Tunic. I said if you wanted to chime in, you gotta raise your hand, Matt. I don't remember the order of everything. That's your job. Yes. Tunic. Tunic yeah. looks great. It looks adorable. I can't wait to play it. But yes, Elden Ring looks fucking awesome. Play it on PC, man. I just wish listed on Steam. It's Tunic, basically open is. world fantasy souls. Let's do it. Yeah. It's, oh. I was uh I was and really... there are little bounce pads that look like you that said out. it was like souls with the verticality of Skyrim. Is that was that you who said that? Somebody said that to me. Yeah. I did. In in your play by play. I mean, in my, I, in my I, knew, blow by blow. I knew that didn't do complete justice, but I mean, it made sense in my head. It was so. I got what you were saying when I went to watch the trailer after. Mm-hmm. I need mean, um, um, January 22nd, 21st, 21st, 21st. Do, do we do we think that's gonna hold? No, no, I don't no, think so. I'll guarantee it'll not hold. You know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna have the faith over here. Here we go. I'm gonna have the faith. Now that'll be almost six years. New place, she could stretch her shit. Since what? Since Dark Souls Three. Yeah, although I mean they did Sekiro, but I meant I meant like as a Souls game. You guys haven't played Sekiro, right? No, I did. You did? Did you beat it? Platinum. I, did, I don't know why I thought none of you guys have played it, but yeah. No, Sekiro is probably the best combat that they've ever done. Yeah, I, you know what? I can see the argument for that. Mm. I mean, is it the best game? Is it? I mean, you could make an argument that it's the best game, um, but best and favorite are different. Like, my favorite is still Demon Souls, but uh, uh, without a doubt, that's the best combat they've ever done. The, be- the best melee combat they've ever done done mccurry counter is one of the is one of those it's like a grappling hook like that's one that's one thing that any melee combat game should have like if someone swings a spear at you you should be able to step on it and say no <laughs> and it's and Fuck your spear. a grappling hook in general is just he kind of also does have a grappling hook no but i'm just i'm, I'm like comparing the mechanics i know Sekiro has a grappling hook but it's like the Mercury counter is like a grappling hook for melee combat. It's just one of those things that kind of becomes essential going forward. And when you nail that step, you get that nice oh, sound effect. Oh, oh. I mean, they know how to do. They know how to do a parry sound. They know how to do it. Like in the Souls game, you have that. You have that boom, and then. Mm-hmm. With, with the Mercury Mercury counter, it's like all the combat is moving at a hundred miles an hour, but the Mercury counter turns it into bullet time in the Matrix. But yeah. Uh, well, Elden Ring better have a Mercury Counters first. <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> uh, I wanted to say, so I thought the I thought the trailer looked great. Trying to go dark on it, 
but you know, I think I feel like I need to filter out word, certain words if I can see on, on Feedly. Jason got me stuck on an app called Feedly, which just feeds everything for every like website you pick into a nice little like, you know, bite-sized digestible article. And if you want to read more, you can go and click to the, go to the article. But anyways, like I, I read an article where it's going to have like kind of a firelink hub and it's going to have like six different like it i'm like i I gotta stop i gotta stop reading this i don't want to know anything more i know a lot of people were like kind of crapping on the graphics and how it looks and i'm like that's what everybody did about every trailer during e3 can i just say we're seeing in development footage everybody needs to just calm their tits right no i totally agree with you i do i i am just like you got elder ring and you're gonna sit there and complain about the graphics i'm like like you know like it's going to be on xbox uh xbox one x that like the least common denominator is that console which like dancers fight drops below 10 frames per second so i mean you know like they have to put something out there that is just like this is kind of what it looks like. I'm sure they're going to optimize it for current gen, which is the five and the Series X, and then PC will have, you know, like an optimized. So, I yeah, I think it's going to be fine. To be honest, I looked at the trailer; and I didn't think it was a problem. But then again, I'm not playing on PC all the time. Also, you're watching a trailer which is streaming. And there's so yeah. many things that can go wrong with streaming footage. Yes, yeah, you can't trust a streaming like down. If you could download it, download it and check it out or whatever. It's just yeah, it's there is a 4K trailer available um, that they released after. I, I'm going. That's the one I think I watched. Shortly, I'm going to make an argument about the graphics for something else, but I have a justification. But we'll get there. Valid. Before we move on, I just want to say I thought Elden Ring looks super colorful. It, yes, it did. Like I thought, some it looked- people like some people that I watch streaming that do Dark Souls streams said it looked uh, plastic, and I was like, I don't think so. I think the problem is it's just not dark and dreary like three. Yeah. So yeah. they're like, so that's what makes it look that way. To it's them. not Dark Souls, but it's their engine. Right. Yeah. Right. So right. It's going to have similar visual style, but they can pull other elements into it. One thing, like it's E three which means it's the season of gaming, but it also means that on social media, it is the season of bad takes. So one of the most common things I saw- Hi, welcome Elden... to Story Around Zero. No, I'm kidding. I know, literally, you guys Jesus. can't really tell because it's too far away, but my whiteboard says Dear Gamers on it. My whiteboard is right there. Nice. <laughs> it actually says Dear Gamers right. TM, by the way. Hmm. Just saying. Um, I told Jason, I'm going to be putting hidden messages on the whiteboard from now on. Now Do it, there. do it. Um, bring the whiteboard, the... in fact, don't hide them. Just bring them over. Just... The, the bad take that I've been seeing about Elden Ring was, oh, I didn't realize this was just open world Souls. It looks like a Souls game. I'm like... You know who the developer is, right? Like, you know who the developer is. And you know... And you know... Like, you know... You know what makes him his money, right? Like, that's like... Uh, it's like that's yeah. like trying to tell, like, like, fucking Peyton Manning, like... Oh, I can't believe you went and and played for another team. Like, what are you? What are you crazy? Or like, like uh, we know it's op- it's open world souls with lore from G- George R. R. Martin. That's the that's what we've known for like two years. But it, again, it's just bad takes on social mm-hmm. media. Next up is Day of the Devs. 
there's a lot of stuff. Um, just quick highlight, Axiom Verge 2. It's going to be on PS4 and 5 when it was originally revealed. I think we all kind of assumed it would be, but the original yeah. announcement didn't have that. Was uh, it a Switch showed- originally? Yeah, yeah, it was. Well, it was announced on the Switch, like at yeah. an indie, yeah. di- like an yeah, indie was, thing, yeah, like last mean, year, early last year. So you yeah. saw more footage of Loot River, which looked really cool. Yes. Um, and well, for Matt, Annapurna is having their own event, July 29th. Yeah, I know. I already, I'm, I'm I, you already, 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 I'm, I marked that on my calendar. I'm excited. Um, Netflix Geek Week, um, tons of shows. They announced yes. real quick Cuphead, Castlevania yes. spinoff, mm-hmm. Splinter Cell. Well, we knew about the Cuphead spinoff. Well, yeah, we knew about Cuphead. We knew about that. And we, we, we could surmise about Castlevania as well. Yeah, because it was doing pretty well. Castlevania was doing well. And they were well, they like. They also said they, they would do more, just not with the like season four with the end of that saga. Yeah. Right. Um, well, I think, I think it was reported somewhere when they were talking about uh, the Jason Bateman show. Um, I can't remember what it is. But anyways, they were saying like Netflix doesn't like series that go past a certain amount of uh, season count. Like I think four, they realize that four. season five is the killer. Right, because then like people don't watch that legacy content anymore. So I think it's cool. Like, hey, do four seasons, tell a good story, and then jump somewhere else and jump back. You know, anyways, go ahead, Jason. Sorry. Winter Cell, we're not getting a game. So we're going to get a <laughs> Um, maybe one of the somebody's bitter. No, I don't care. I think it's funny. I have no. <laughs> yeah, I think it's funny too. Wonderful. I think it's just it's one of those teases. Like, let's People throw, have a hard let's, throw, let's throw Sam Fisher. What Ghost Recon? Let's do this. But we're never going to. What I what I would really freaking love is next year. Just I like pull like less like a shorter window thing of like Fallout and just be like it's out in three months. Like the yeah, new Splinter Cell game down through months, but... and you know the internet would just fucking explode. Like, not yeah. even give a trailer, just throw a trailer on a screen, have have like a cool cinematic trailer, have gameplay, and then just be like three months. You know what I mean? Be like, oh, it's out in August, you know, or whatever, whenever they um, show the trailer. But that would be. Cool. I wonder how Ubisoft would pull that off, though. I feel like that would be a problem for them. I don't know why. I, I, don't, know, I don't know. Plugging why. leaks. It, that 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 too. Yeah. But also, what if, what if, like, some point in the next couple of years, you get a Sony event where it opens up with the Sony Pictures logo, and then it just cuts like they're doing a siphon filter movie? Ooh. <laughs> that would. God, they they would like. That would I, be I think so silly. <laughs> that would be so silly. Anyway, continue, Jason. Uh, WitcherCon. We got a tease for Witcher season two, and July 9th, Netflix is having something. And it it showed both the video game and the Henry Cavill version, Cavill version, which is kind of cool. Um, and then last but not least, Resident Evil, we got to see a few minutes of the animated, and they announced for the live action, Lance Reddick is going to play Wesker. And that story revolves around the Wesker family, which is different because we've never seen that in the games. And I mean, Lance Reddick is an awesome actor, so I'm super excited. Uh, uh, before, will, you, before you move, for, oh, continue. I'm sorry. I was going to say shame on. I was going to say shame on the internet, but why? But like, Kotaku ran the article that Lance Reddick was cast, and 
holy crap, the racist came out of the woodworks. It's like, but it's a video game. He's not a real person. You can make him, he could be, anyone could play Albert Wesker. It's like, slow your roll. It was just like, not even hidden. It's like, why? Why do we have to make him black? Why this? It's like, whoa, slow your roll there. Well, I mean, you just said you've never seen any of this in the video game, right? No, no, I'm, I'm, well, 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 we've seen Wesker. We've just okay. never seen his family. We only know Wesker is just that douchebag. It's like guy will knock off. <laughs> Throws up shit. I mean, that's true. That's true. So basically, that's a true statement. So, so basically, Lance Reddick is an upgrade. That's what you're telling me. Yeah, I, think so. I would say yes. I so would say yes. He played a he played a convincing villain in uh, Horizon Zero Dawn. Yeah. Uh, and, and gamers, it ain't about you. Shut up. Um, so uh, before we move from the Netflix geek, geek thing. They did something that only I care about. They announced the next Gundam thing. And uh, it looks dope. Mobile Suit Gundam Hathaway, no release date. Uh, one of the discords I'm in that is Gundam focused have been talking about this for damn near years at this point. And uh, that trailer looks... <laughs> uh, you don't like anime, but still... Take a couple minutes, watch the trailer. If you don't like that, that's then there's no help, and that's fine. Uh, move on, Jay. Right back to games. Um, showed more footage of Kina, which just keeps Gameplay. looking wow. That, I uh, just wish it was getting a physical. That's all I want. Yeah. Get a physical. Uh, showed off Sable. Which it's only going to be digital. That sucks. I believe Kina is digital only, right, Jason? I think so. Yeah. There's and, a digital deluxe, but that's it. Uh, we got to see okay. more of... I was going to make a terrible joke, but I'm going to pass. Uh, more of 12 minutes. <laughs> I know where it was going. I, w- I will not let you slander my Annapurna. No, no, no. I, <laughs> um, there's... Like I said, I'll post the links. There's just too much to cover. Yeah, there's a lot. Uh, we got to see... It, it was more like a teaser for this... The co is it cot Koch co Coke Media. Um, they have a new publisher that they're working with. We got we're getting a new painkiller game. We haven't had a painkiller game since like the early two thousands. Um, Payday three, mm-hmm. Kingdom Come Deliverance is coming to Switch. Mm-hmm. I think we knew that. What did we, did we know that that Kingdom Come? No. Okay. I think it was. I think it was rumored. I don't think it was confirmed. Oh, it was a rumor. Okay, never mind. I think it was a rumor. Yeah. Um, they showed off Dolmen, which is basically Warframe Souls. And the poster looks very Mass Effect. Yes. Uh, I actually did watch this, believe it or not. I ended up in uh, the Uppercut Discord where uh, they were streaming it, and I, I watched it with them. And wow, this conference looked bad. Not the worst conference out there, though. No, no, I'm not. I, I couldn't say that. But, uh, like, the guy talking about Kingdom Come Deliverance coming to Switch, even he looked like, mm, I'm not sure why this is happening. <laughs> like, there were genuine, like, people who were, like, too nice to be real people actually apologizing for being mean about this. Like, they were like, 
I'm sorry, but this is the worst thing I've ever seen in my entire life. Yeah. Um, um, and then he also had soap that had to do with Kingdom Come Deliverance on this conference. And I just said, if you really want to smell medieval, I don't think you know what medieval smells like. So I was going to say, yes, no, <laughs> soap's not going to get you there. Yeah, you don't nope. want <laughs> the fuck. Anyways, Michaela's <laughs> <laughs> face says it all. Um, again, again, summer of gaming. Bunch of announcements, but real quick Mortal Shell's getting a DLC. Mm-hmm. The cycle. We have to see more footage of Ali Ali World, which yes, which looks good. World War Z is getting the next gen treatment and additional content aftermath. Nice. That scam is getting DLC Afterlife. Yes. It's coming to Switch, yeah. and then it's a free upgrade for. Question: How many of you guys played Death Death Gambit? Anybody? Anybody? Okay, cool. bosses. I reviewed it, so. I'm looking forward to the DLC. It's very good. It's very difficult. I thought. I think it's. I think it was one of the hardest ones of those. Good. No, I'm kidding. Jesus, she's out here. Oh, 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 no! (laughs) I will mute both of you. (laughs) Um, Before you move on, just because I know this was no, there was one more thing for this. In the no, in the running order, Doki Doki Literature Club. I think opened this. Oh yeah, yeah, it did. And I think I'm the only one that's interested. At least on this panel, Doki Doki Literature Club visual. I weave, but I don't weave that hard. Yeah, (laughs) get on my level. um. (laughs) And um, we got to see more of Spider's next game, Still Rising, and that looks really cool. Still Rising was like near Automata and the French Revolution, and I'm so here for it. Yeah, Uh, we got the Wholesome Direct, another one. Just watch it if you're an indie. Wasn't was it Sifu at IGN Expo or no? Oh yeah, Sifu was. We got more footage. Which, which is Absolver's developers doing a Yakuza beat 'em up. Yeah, we uh, they also at one point play. confirmed that there's also a female playable character. There's male and female. Yeah, mm-hmm. I believe. Which is good. Anyway, continue. Ubisoft. <laughs> okay, but still not the worst conference. No, not the worst conference. <laughs> we. Got more footage of Rainbow Six Extraction, release date of October. Which looks uh, way better than it did when they first showed it to yeah. us, and it had a very different... Definitely. Um, I was going to say, this is the one that was called Quarantine, right? Yes. But now we can't say that. <laughs> Pre-conference, it was leaked, but they confirmed Mario plus Rabbit, Spark of Hope. Yes. Didn't Nintendo cool. do that? They, they just... Yeah, Nintendo did, like, screw it, we'll leak it ourselves, Ubisoft. <laughs> Uh, your couch. <laughs> you guys played Mario Rabbids? Real I quick, by the way. Five hours. I, I did. Fucking loved it. I, I it did not hold it. my attention, but I can see how it'd be appealing, especially if you have kids or something like that. Well, I, isn't it like um, the opera boss is great? Just saying. Exo Squad, like yeah, it's, it's, like it's an SRPG, yeah. but very yeah. light. Yeah. It's very yeah, uh, yeah. It, if you like that, you can play it with your kids or whatever, mm-hmm. like you were saying. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, it's, ba- it's baby tactics. It's baby XCOM. Yeah. Yes, uh, yeah, game for babies. Rocksmith no. Plus was announced. That's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's so cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
they said we're going to get more Ghost Recon content because the 20th anniversary of Rainbow Six is October. So we'll see. They constantly drop content for that, so maybe they'll plan something. If they, oh my God, if they remastered the original Rainbow Six game. That'd be nice. One of my favorite books of all time. It is a really good book. Yeah, I thoroughly enjoyed it. The game's based on a book? Yes. Yes, it is. (laughs) So is the Witcher series. (laughs) What? Mm. I'm pretty sure Metro is as well. (laughs) Metro, that book series is actually excellent. Yeah. It's even darker than the series. It's a little too dark at times. Um, And they close with Avatar. But you skipped Just Dance. I thought the whole show was going to be about Just Dance. You know, that was going to be the finale. You ruined the whole close. <laughs> it. Avatar looks dope, though. I don't love that it's first person because it's me, but it looks very good. <laughs> now, what is, what is this? Pass. I didn't watch this. I don't know. Avatar is made by the Division developers. Matt. Are, are we talking James Cameron Avatar? Yes, we are. Oh, okay. I'm making sure we're no, not 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 the sacred avatar. Not good avatar. No, not the, Atla. the avatar James Cameron plans to make five of because the it, avatar that make... we talk about, like it's a franchise, but it's still just one movie. Right. <laughs> exactly. One movie, six hours, and apparently a religion on some level. It's really it was a good fun. movie. I'll always watch Sigourney Weaver. Why the fuck not? But like. I mean, the game, the engine, like, the footage looks very impressive. It was probably one of the most visually impressive games we've seen throughout E3. <clears throat> but Devolver. Yeah. They're just, they're very, like you said before, we don't have to go back into it. They're just, they just, they know who they are. They know yes. what to do. And it's just, we open with Shadow Warrior 3, which Looked very this, this is looking this is the best it's looked. This is the best it's looked. Cause um, I, I I got dizzy during <laughs> like it was crazy how much was happening at once. Uh Trek to Yomi. Hell yeah. I, I'm I'm going to say this now, and I'm probably gonna get some shit from maybe Michaela, maybe Jason. Uh if Moose doesn't hear me say it, fuck him. Um I think this black and white looks way better than Ghost of Tsushima's Kurosawa mode. Because yeah, but this is the main game, whereas Kurosawa mode is like an add-on for Ghost. Let me finish my sentence, please. Yeah. Um, because they, they actually designed black and white rather than grayscaling a beautifully colored game. You know? Beautifully technicolor game. If you grayscale that, it's always going to look poor. Yeah. This game looks dope as hell. And I, I want it. Oh no, I I agree with you because I've said I think I said when we did the I think we all said black and white and ghost actually did a disservice because the game looked so good and black and white killed some of the scenery. Well, it also fucked up accessibility even and the sound. Yeah, yeah. The, and the sound. main problem for me with Kurosawa was the sound over like yes, I like visually it's more impressive in Technicolor. But the sound is where you, because sound is essential to the gameplay as well as the overall mm-hmm. experience um, cinema- cinematically for Ghost. Whereas this is designed from the ground up to be black and white. Um, it's got very much of that like classic 
Japanese cinema, like my touch point is Rashomon. Whenever I look at something like this, it's it's got that vibe. Yeah, it's easily one of his best photograph films, so it's a good touch point. Um, for Devolver, this one, this was actually my favorite for Devolver, Wizard with a Gun. <laughs> I figured that would be your favorite. So... I couldn't wrap my head around what was going on. I was too busy looking well, at it. Like, that's how why I liked it so much. But see, I was too bu- I was too busy going, man, I wish more games did like the the black mage from Final Fantasy looking characters. I wish that happened a lot more. Yeah, pretty much. I wish Final Fantasy still did that. And then I mean no, but okay. I mean yes. <laughs> they can modern they can modernize it. Maybe they have. We'll get to that. They later. have not. <laughs> and then Demon Throttle got announced, but it's physical only. only through special reserve games. And they lean into like better. You're only going to be able to get it once, or pay out the ass on the secondary market. It's like they saw it come to eBay. <laughs> mocking a certain big company that did something. But um, yeah. enough, Super Rare Games is another physical publisher. They mm-hmm. announced the Super Rare Shorts. There was so much black backlash, but apparently they actually said it, but nobody bothered reading. It was a six-month exclusive where it was just physical, but mm-hmm. then and buy it digitally. Like this was their like. So, the internet read no, um, no, nobody reads. As big of I can't read, so that's why I don't read. Of the next publisher. This well, are, are you finished with Devolver? Devolver? Okay, so I like Death's Door. Oh, right. That was Death, Death's That looks Door. cool. Death's Door looks really cool. I found, I don't remember what the name of it was, but it was like that Temple Run game. Oh, Phantom Abyss. Yeah, that... Th- I know there's a demo out for that. I'm not sure if it's just PC. It's or just what. right now. I think I'm going to try that just to see how it feels because that idea kind of like, huh? Yeah. I mean, it, it has a cool idea. Yeah. Um, and then when they were, I don't remember if this happened when they were talking about the, uh, the max pass plus, but uh, it's Nina Struthers, right? That's, yes. that's her name. She said, one of the greatest lines I've ever heard. And I wrote it down specifically to say it, but she was referring to, uh, she basically said discounts from, eh, why not to fuck me? Why are my pants wet? <laughs> and I'm just like, Devolver. That's actually, uh, yeah. I like that. <laughs> that's, that's real actually, good. Now that you mention it, Devolver, I mean, Devolver always does Steam discounts, and they don't do just one game. They literally do their whole catalog. Yeah, Titan Souls is free to uh, get on Steam. So, for those, who thank you know, for that. I'm I'm going to get it right now while you're talking. Yeah, fifty percent of our cast. Why won't my Steam open up? What the hell's going on? Next up uh... is um. Gearbox. This was bad because they didn't do anything. Like what? Gearbox? No, I'm kidding. Well, we got words on the screen that Homeworld Three is in development. 
They told us. Right. I know they wanted to show off the movie set, but they didn't really do anything, although it gave us the meme of the century with Randy Pitchford going for a high five and Kevin Hart looking away. Um, They showed off Tiny Tina's Wonderland again, which is cool. And Godfall's being backwards engineered for PS4 come August. Is anybody going to play it anyways? I would only play... If it goes PS Plus, I'll try it, but I don't... Yeah. Uh, we got future, the future of play, which was I a lot. Just yeah, I'll put the link in. Um. Oh, during all these announcements, Dunk Lords, which I did coming to Switch Thursday, yeah. I believe Thursday, and they even announced fifty percent off. It is only ten dollars. Everyone yeah. should get this game. Yes. Yeah. Then we got Xbox and Bethesda. Opened with Starfield. And a release date, November 11th, 2022. That makes me so uncomfortable because it is so far away that there's just no way. It's, yes, regardless of who it is, like, if they said, like, holiday 2022, it's something, but, like, they have a, like, They've pinpointed day and day. day and day. It's like hmm. Hades is coming to PS4, 5, and Game Pass August 13th. Hell yeah. I did not pre order it physically again. The physical edition is on Amazon.com. Link will I be. I did not YouTube. pre-order it again. Diablo 2 got a re- I totally believe you. Diablo 2 got a release a trailer and a release date, September 23rd. And I know on PlayStation there's this not a sale, but you could spend I think it's forty bucks and get the elbow three and two. Uh, so if you don't have three, that's a sweet deal because that's a lot of content. Yeah. Um, they showed Stalker two, which looks really cool, and they didn't announce it, but apparently it's only a three month exclusive. This information was released in the Epic. Apple lawsuit. It was in one of the documents, and someone they reported on it today. So that's April next year. So by summer, we should have it on PS5. Uh, Redscape, that vampire game by Arcane Studios. It's really cool. Uh, There's a few other. We got to see Halo Infinite um, replaced, which is a what. So cool. Mm-hmm. Um, good show. They showed a lot more content for Fallout 76 coming in July and next year. Yes. Well, I have a couple of shout outs before the one that you know I'm going to talk about for Xbox's show. They showed a lot of smaller, like indie based games. Like, I love that Slime Rancher is getting a sequel. That's kind of cool and very cute. That's cool. Um, that makes them i saw the news about that i'm like yeah that's good i'm glad that's happening um and then of course Uden chronicle i knew that that got moved from 2022 to 2023 because i'm a backer and i get the dev emails um but i don't think that i knew about the rising game which is like an action version but you know hd 2d love Uden chronicle 100 heroes check it out 
looks great for the JRPG love. And then Jason, did you have the next one that I'm going to talk about that I wrote about? No. A Playtale Requiem is the best oh, announcement right. of E3, I'm just saying. Meh. Dropping it right here. Don't mm. meh me. Are you kidding me? That I'm, is the best survivor. Like, I'll meh you all I want. Oh my god. Well, okay, it's heavily rumored right now that Playtale Innocence will be a PS Plus title this yeah. month. Uh, we'll which, find which, out. Which y'all soon. should play. It was one of my favorite games the year it came out. So good. 2019. It came um, out. May 2019. But I see, I'm kind of when I, I, I haven't seen this. So I'm kind of thinking, I'm kind of in the mode where like that story was good. Why, why do we need to do this again? <laughs> I see. See, I knew there was going to be a sequel. The game was so successful. Watch the trailer. It, it creates a new arc. <laughs> it looks good. They're a little bit older. There's new characters involved. It looks like it's a new part of France. You see Hugo on the coastline at one point. Um, very exciting. It looks amazing. It's a next-gen game for the most part. Where So we know it's coming to PS5, Xbox Series X and S, PC, and Nintendo Switch via a cloud version, um, which is weird because the first game is not on Switch. Looking at you tomorrow, Nintendo. Um <laughs> But the like, it looks like they they stepped up some of the gameplay because one of the complaints about the original game for some people, not for me at all, is that it's heavily stealth and puzzle focused. But the combat was lackluster because Amicia only has a slingshot, which makes sense. She's like a fourteen year old girl. She's not like raised as a warrior. She was just a minor lord's daughter living in the French countryside in the thirteen hundreds. It makes sense that she can't go toe-to-toe with French Inquisition soldiers who are wearing full, like, chainmail. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's wearing a crossbow in this new trailer, so there's definitely going to be more of a combat element to it. Um, it sounds like Oliver de Rivier is back for the music, which gets me hype. It's one of my favorite soundtracks of all time. It is mostly yeah. a strings-only soundtrack with a little bit of percussion and stuff in there, too. Um, but it looks gorgeous, I'm very interested to see where they're going to go with the bite and the rats next. I just hope it's still as intensive to make you survive. Like, even if they give you more combat elements, I still want that puzzling stealth emphasis on, like, if you get caught, if you fuck up, you're, you're, you're dead kind of, like, tension moment. Um, this is my favorite announcement of the week to date. Um, also, Plague Tale Innocence to Requiem. Requiem is a hymn for the repose of the dead, so I it's an even darker connotation in the title. Whereas Innocence was these these two main characters, the Darun siblings, they're they're the breaking of their innocence essentially, their childhood disrupted. Um, God knows what Requiem is going to do. I'm very interested. I am intrigued. I am hooked. I am ready for this game. Oh, and speaking of music, I forgot Starfield. They announced today. I'm probably going to pronounce it wrong. Inan Zer was announced as a composer. He's behind Fallout 3, New Vegas, 4, yeah. 76, Dragon Age Origins. So that's oh, nice. That's pretty cool. Um, mm-hmm. So it will have an excellent score. Um, all right, before we do the next one, because I know Michaela wants to talk about it, we got Back for Blood, PC Gaming, Future Games, all had shows. Um, in television, Amico. We got to see more of that. For the future games show, no, the PC game show, there's one game that I wanted to shout out. Mm -hmm. Solstice looks very good. Soul is like S-O-U-L. 
solstice. Mm -hmm. It is a soul's like with two female protagonists that are like chimeras or something. And one's like specialized towards melee and one is specialized towards more like magic strategy stuff. I don't know. It looks beautiful. It looks intriguing. Um, it looks a little bit more fast paced than your typical souls. Like I'm, I'm on board for this. It is not just PC. It is coming multi-plat um, consoles. So uh, next year, and it's an Italian dev, I think. So um, represent. Yeah, they were talking about how the, a lot of people's reactions to it. They were re- mentioning Berserk, which kind of, kind of sold. So uh, the Intellivision system. Physical and digital games, no microtransactions allowed. And their first game is Dolphin Quest, which is made by the original members of the Echo the Dolphin team. Nice. Of course it is. Um, an update for everyone, but specifically Moose. Sports Story announced today. They've been hard at work. <coughs> They've been working on the tennis portion. Apparently they work too hard and there's too much tennis content. It's literally its own game within the game now. <laughs> nice. That's awesome. That rules. That, rules. that is awesome. Um, we also had the limited run games show today. Mm-hmm. Announced a ton of stuff. Axiom Verge 2. No details, but me and Moose were talking about it. It could be like a day and date with because we don't even know the release date yet, so maybe they that might be coming from Nintendo. Because um, Konami already did Castlevania; they announced um, Requiem Anniversary is coming. Ton of games go to limited run. Um, love their stuff, but yeah. a lot of stuff they announced. Not all, uh, games, I did- but uh, go ahead. I did want to say, uh, man, I don't know if you saw River City Girls too. Yep, I was, I was, I was actually, I didn't know, I yeah. didn't know where that was. I was kind of waiting to see how the rest is played out. Which, so it was Girls like too. weird because they like showed it, and I'm like, like I was telling Jason, I'm like, this is a weird conference for me because it's like limited run. Like I don't feel like announce they announced new games. They just announced stuff they're making physical, but they were announcing new games too. So I thought it was pretty cool. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? That was a pretty cool conference. Um, let's see. Did I am eight bit do anything this time out or no? They did with Day of the Devs. Okay, that, okay. That's it. All right, because like I remember them talking about something. But yeah. Before we do the last one, uh, they just announced Bandit Namco tomorrow is only doing House of Ashes. Apparently, this is the final game in the Dark Pictures anthology. Okay, they showed this already. It does look cool, but the whole Dark Pictures anthology has not been received well. Yeah, This is supposedly related to Until Dawn, though. So I don't know if where it's set in that timeline. I thought it all kind of was, in a way. It's no, so- I don't think the, like, Man of... I don't think Man of... Medin or however Man of Medin. I don't, I don't think, think it was connected was. to Until Dawn. And I think wasn't that prequel the inpatient until or something? Maybe that wasn't even part of the dark. There was wasn't there know, a VR one too? Yeah, the, the VR one is canonically connected to Until Dawn. I know that yeah. Rush of Blood or whatever that. Yeah, that was the on rail shooter. Yes. 
Um, wait, so is the last one the one that I'm going to talk about? Because if so, also Capcom went today and there yes, wasn't Capcom really much there. Today, Resident Evil Village is getting DLC. They said with the overwhelming yeah. support for development and RE-verse will be out. I think this is July or they'll get more info. Um, Monster Hunter Stories 2 is going to have some crossover with Rise. Yeah, there was... Uh, there was cosmetic crossover, I believe. Yeah. And as you showed a lot of esports. Um, Square Enix had a, well, it was a pretty hype show. It was a something. It opened with Guardians of the Galaxy, which is a. It's different than the Marvel's Avengers game. It is a single player focus. You play as Star Lord. Um, your whole team's there all the time. It looks like you can control like their abilities in combat. Um, there's also like decision making, and it affects the story, which which seemed cool if they really go all in on that. Yeah, if it if it gets pulled off well, yeah. Like they were showing, like you can make a choice, and the story plays out this way, and then it probably maybe mechanically, like if you use one party member versus another. Um, mm-hmm. What I was going to say before about when things looked graphically, this has a release date of October. And I know this said developer video, so it was like recorded on multiple platforms. That concerns me because it's middle of June and you have an October. This is the first we're hearing of it. It's October 26th. And I know that's not set in stone. This could be delayed. But that didn't look like it's not that it looked like last gen. It just looked like maybe it was a stream. Maybe there's a better version. Rough. It looked rough. That's the way your mother likes it, Trebek. But yeah, to me, it's streaming. It's de- in development footage. You don't know which platform they're showing you because yeah. they said it's multiple mm-hmm. platforms. It will mm-hmm. look more finished come October. Will we see it on October 26th? I'm leaning towards yes because. I think they're more likely to hit that date and then update it afterwards than they are to delay in this case. It's just the in-development footage seemed odd to me with a release date so close versus if it said like pre-alpha or something like that. Like it just seemed for something with a release date in a couple months. Um, If it looks as good as Avengers, because it's, got that same art style then that's fine i actually like this gameplay better than the avengers the way it played out it's 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 western square so to explain real quick so avengers is technically crystal dynamics and this is and this is eidos montreal but those studios share resources they've worked together before like they both like eidos and crystal dynamics both worked on the tomb raider reboot games like they, it's similar. It's going to be same engine, same resources, similar devs. So, and expect- it seems like what I liked as a fan of the comic, they're really digging into the backlog of like villains and not just using what we know. Um, they're going the comic slash their own, so they're not using the likeness from the MCU, which probably costs a fortune anyway to do, but. Um, We'll see. I mean, it's October. It's up for pre-order, which so a couple months, we'll see. I mean, 
it'd be cool if it hit that date, but it's already a crowded fall, so get the hell out. Um, next date. I can't even talk about this. It's so disappointing. Just point at your background and just look sad. They just they so they tease Final Fantasy one through six getting some pixel remaster. And I've seen reaction videos like the Kratos reveal, and then at the end it goes Steam Mobile and little like every reaction. What the <laughs> it's I don't think there's enough info. Um I've looked more into it. It looks like it's going to not be the port style. It's going to be like that pixel. Um, more similar to like the original NES Super Nintendo. But mm-hmm. it still boggles the mind. Like, I have no problem with mobile and Steam. Why? Like, everyone's big thing is, why is this not on console? Like, why is this not on Switch? Like, what? <laughs> So, I don't know if you guys can see this, but I just want to just a reaction. So Jason and I were texting when this and I got what with about 20 question marks from Jason. And then I said, I'm not breathing with a typo in it. Ah, uh, Square does care. And then just aw at the end, this like little tiny blurb is just AW aw Steam Mobile. What the fuck? <laughs> Damn it. That's kind of how it went. That's how this like- went. And then it's also he went, he went guys, listeners, he went real high and then went real low. It's like that, it's like that scene in The Simpsons where, uh, yeah. Bart, where Bart is rewinding Ralph Williams, like, look, you can see the moment where his heart just snaps in half. <laughs> I was, I was gonna say the scene from Rounders, he comes in in hopes and dreams, squashed. Oh, um. Babylon's Fall was shown. <laughs> this was this is a Platinum Games. Um, this did not get received very well. No, it didn't. Um, so, yeah. background context. Babylon's Fall is from Platinum Games. It was revealed at E3 of 2018. We've had very little information about it since then. We have had like little snippets here and there over the past three years um but basically this was the the re-reveal of this game and it didn't look quite up to snuff with what people were expecting after you know we're living in a post near automata world so near automata is the last main collaboration between square enix and platinum games um this doesn't quite look like that it is also not just a single player game it is a one to four player co-op game so that already little little the sus there and then they also said the words words. live services and it will be supported post-launch so you get some more uh, uh, crunchy uh, i don't know uh, sus uh, that sounds crunchy though Mm, whenever you hear like that co-op ongoing we're supporting it post-launch it's not a vote of confidence from social media gamers at the very least um i there is a closed beta i'm not trying to get in on that but i will continue to watch this game personally to see how it unfolds uh we got a lot of mobile content coming out 
near game the near game actually looks cool near reincarnation yeah. looks dope the Final it does Fantasy soldier game mm. the battle royale one looks does not mm. Mm. oh and also there was the hitman one yes the yeah. hitman Matt. one looks really cool because we've played, and i think matt you've played the snipe the hitman yes it's been a long time since i've played that all four uh and then we got stranger of paradise Final Fantasy Origin. Um, yeah. So this was, I think this would have been more exciting if it wasn't leaked. One, yes. Yeah. For one, if it was wasn't leaked. Um, so this is the Team Ninja Neo Souls-like in the Final Fantasy universe. I am excited for it. The trailer mm-hmm. didn't blow most people away. I think no. it is unfair that a lot of people are calling it a PS3 looking game because I think like if you watch that trailer, I feel like some people again, dear gamers, I need to go get that yeah. whiteboard, rip it off my door, and bring it over here. Yeah, Do you remember what PS3 actually looked like? Because this is not like people have graphics shoved so far up their ass. They don't even right. know what but I even saw they do it themselves. in the comments, like, well, who, what do you expect? Team Ninja's making the gameplay. They're the main developer, and Neo doesn't look that good. Excuse me. I'm a, hold on. I think we go should ahead. all mute and just let Michaela go. Hold on. Speaking of the graphics, <laughs> I mentioned the PS3. So there's a fast forward, there's a demo, which currently doesn't work. It's literally corrupted when you go to load it, it says files corrupted. Awesome. This they, is, yeah. They Calvary the came out of retirement to tweet this. The demo doesn't work on PS5 because it's not backwards compatible with PS3. I saw that tweet. <laughs> Fucking, I just, you know, it is a huge gap. Huge gap that they put the demo, the trial, free trial version, whatever you want to call it, on the store and it doesn't work. It is tw- over 24 hours later at this point. And I checked before the show around seven o'clock our time. It is now 10 o'clock our time. It still was not working. I have notifications turned on for the game's Twitter account. They have not tweeted in the last 24 hours since they acknowledged that there is an issue with the demo version. That is a huge issue. Um, yeah, it's said, not like it's a lot. It's not like it's an online game and like billions of people loaded in and it crashed. Like No, there's like, it's when Resident Evil was announced and that demo said now everyone downloaded it and played it that night. Like, Yep. I think originally it was supposed to release, they said that it was supposed to release today, but for some reason it was available yesterday, but it's still not even working today, so that's a huge issue that the demo version is not working. I want to take a step back, though, and talk about what this game actually represents, because I want to talk about something positive. So yes, the graphics didn't look super polished. We were looking at in-development footage, and the demo doesn't work. That Those are bad things. Those are negative things positive things this is a game set in the final fantasy universe with square enix final fantasy veterans working on it but the main development and gameplay is being driven by the neo team and we know that they know how to make good gameplay um and you can see in like the weapon animations you see the neo and the ninja gaiden influence in those weapon animations there's different classes there's like this is a dragoon class you know i'm gonna fucking play as a dragoon in this fucking game um different classes you have someone who does not know what a dragoon class still is i know how passionate you still are about it and i respect the fact that you're going to play you hurt me but it's okay 
but the so like unlike Neo, it looks like you have a party. So it's not just a solo affair with the occasional AI companion who runs into a wall constantly. That is a critique of Neo too, right there. That just happens um, when you summon wait. me when I'm tired. I'm sorry. Why? Why you gotta call me out when I'm playing? <laughs> <laughs> Come um, on. But the, the other thing is, this is an origin story. So can we talk spoilers for a 34-year-old game real quick? Yeah. I, mean, which, which, I mean, really, a 34-year-old game that doesn't actually end? Sure. It's older than me, so I'm going for it. Final Fantasy, the original Final Fantasy game that released 34 years ago. Um, this is a potential prequel slash origin story for that particular game for that universe some people are like projecting that it could somehow connect all of the final fantasy games which we know are anthologized some are speculated like 7 and 10 are in the same universe and all that stuff um 13 to 15 are confirmed same universe stuff like that um but in the course of ff1 the original game very early in the game you confront a villain called garland and garland was featured in this trailer he's the big dude with the helmet he's in the decidia games garland is a known villain um you defeat him because he kidnapped princess sarah from cornelia and that's one of the first boss fights in the game it might actually be the first boss fight in the game it's been a while since i played um but he doesn't die he travels back in time about two thousand years um and you know the rest of the game you spend it's the first final fantasy game there's four elemental crystals their power has been drained by four arch fiends you're restoring power to the crystals you find out the fiends were sent from the past by garland who traveled to the past and created this time loop so my theory is that this ff origin game takes place 2000 years before the first final fantasy and you see how garland becomes chaos who is the ultimate villain of final fantasy one he's the final boss that you confront they said chaos like seven times in this new trailer for this game so i'm thinking that these are the warriors who are the precursors to the warriors of light that are your party in the first final fantasy game and you see the becoming of chaos garlands 2000 years before the events of the first game that it came out in 1987 so so, all I want to say is, why didn't they just take the needle off the record? Because that's all that—that's all. That's all really that game is. Um, and I'm saying that in jest, of course. But uh, why don't they just call it? If if they if the grand plan is to sort of bring all of the Final Fantasy universes together. Why don't they just call it Stranger of Paradise into the Final Fantasy verse? Well, that's that's a speculation that it will bring all the Final Fantasies together. <clears throat> to me, I think that it may very well just be an origin story for the first Final Fantasy game and nothing else. Some other outlets are projecting that it will connect all the that's, games. That's what I took it as. It's going to connect to one. Yeah. That's about it. Like, And that's yeah. fine for me. Because that's an interesting story. Garland is a great villain. Um, there's a lot to play with there. Uh, it's 2,000 years before the first Final Fantasy game, which is separate from all of the other Final Fantasy games. It's not like Dragon Quest, where the first couple were connected. FF1 is separate from FF2 entirely. Um, so there's a lot of room to play with stuff there. Of course, there best be a fucking Chocobo and an airship. And I wouldn't be disappointed if there's a Sid, but if it doesn't go beyond that to connect to the other Final Fantasy games, I'm perfectly happy. I just want to play Neo in Final Fantasy 
my one critique of this, which I was talking about before we started recording is I am tired. I am exhausted. I am so done with the past, I don't know, five, six, seven years at this point of Final Fantasy being centered around the same hot topic emo boy. Because that is what we have again for a protagonist. What is, what, how do you female re- characters in this bitch. I don't even remember what the one from 16 looked like, but I want to say it's Five. probably similar. <laughs> he looks he looks like 15. He looks like Noctis, yeah. but with a slightly different hairstyle. Uh, armor instead of uh yeah well 16 is high fantasy whereas 15 is like they have a sports car like i don't know i don't know let's 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 if i wish i could black 16 out of my mind but can i ask you a question have you played original dragon quest or no the very first one i have not beaten it but i have touched it now if i remember correctly the final the final boss is named Chaos as well. I don't remember. I might but be Chaos wrong. is a repeated like theme throughout Final Fantasy. And of course, Final Fantasy was influenced by Dragon Quest because mm-hmm. it was a Square Enix game that came out a year after <laughs> Dragon Quest. Mm-hmm. So yeah. No, I I'm just I just Jeez. thought that was interesting. Anyway. Uh Oh, I mean, they might have found a way to get me to play a Final Fantasy game in 2021. So that's and then, and then you can play Final Fantasy One on your phone to complement it. I've already done that. Mm-hmm. Play your Switch. I yeah. I, uh, you know announced tomorrow. <laughs> it. I wish. I still have Calling my it. GBA Square, One and Two. I think Square got the biggest blowback of any. Oh, sure. Their conference was disappointing. Like it might not have been the absolute worst because there were some pu- publishers that literally didn't show anything. Yeah, but, I but think... if that's the bar we're setting, but you I can't think... really count those. To, you, you, no, you can't. Like it's I... got. You can only count it against the people that showed up. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, Monday Monday morning quarterback. But squares, they're just their the delivery. I felt they spent way too long on Guardians. They should have, like we've talked about, yes. should have did the deep dive. Like, I know you wanted to show it off, but we've never heard of Guardians as a game. So you didn't yeah, yeah. need to go 25 minutes. Okay. Yeah, that was, it, I was like, what is going on here? Think, and then yeah, I'm like, they could have put the gameplay deep dive at the end in a post show. That's what I keep saying. I think people got tired of that. You go into the Final Fantasy, the one through six, you have that huge build, and then all of a sudden, Everyone's just like, and that like kind of killed the mood for the rest. And then you show like you go into like mobile games. I mean, they well, showed, we knew that was going to happen. They it's showed. Square. I didn't mention it, but they showed the Avengers content, which looks the Wakanda raid looks really cool. Um, that does look very good. But then you showed Babylon's Fall, which people were disappointed, and then you showed Stranger of Paradise, and it just wasn't received. I just think their whole thing it just. The way it was delivered, it's just. I like, think it presents what two months ago when they announced Life is Strange: True Colors was much better, in my opinion. The pre, the non E three one that just happened in March, maybe March. I want to say March or April. Um, that previous Square Enix presents event was much better. But, but don't worry, we still have Nintendo, and yes, one thing very, I want to say: they're highly capable of disappointing everyone. <laughs> 
So I'm I'm going in with positivity tomorrow. One thing I want to say about Square Enix, the other reason, so yes, they spent too long. The pacing was ruined by how much time they spent on Guardians of the Galaxy, which is still a good reveal. They just spent too long on it. It was like um, Lord of the Rings, Two Kings. It looked like it was going to end, and then, nope, we're going to show 10 more minutes. Yes, oh, that don't, was too much. That was too much. And then the disappointment with the collect, the non-collection of remasters for one through six. And then the the iffiness of Babylon's Fall and even Stranger of Paradise for some people. The big problem with Square Enix is they didn't show their heavy hitters, but that's a but. So they didn't show Forspoken, which I was hoping for gameplay. They didn't show FF16, which they told us we would have information in the first half of the year four. But both of those games were debuted at Sony events and Sony will very likely have some sort of event besides the Horizon one within the next few weeks. Speaking so those games Sony could events. show up. Sony could be stealing Square's thunder. Yes. Thank you for that segue. Speaking of Sony events. And speaking of calling it. Yeah. You, I'll give you credit. You were sold. You were convinced. I mean, <laughs> I I respect I respect your belief to this day. You, I, I want to go back to that footage, but you were so confident. <laughs> I thought they'd get in the game, man. I thought they would, but whatever. And see, and I think see, they I th- will by within the next couple weeks, but not now. Yeah, yeah I, I also, I, I also look based on just how much is out there for what happened over the past few days. I'm going to say this. I'm not sure there's an E3 to win at this point. No, there's and, not. And, it, and that's, that's not to like, that's not a shot at the ESA. That's not, a, it's a shot of like, you notice how prior to 2020, there were, there was at least like a week where everything just happened. And now because the ESA decided to play Russian roulette with everybody's information and other outlets have emerged in their own way, either, you know, like last year when we did the indie game, the escapist where it was like two hours, two hours of nothing but trailers. Everybody's been doing it their own way. It seems like there's way more information out there now. There's And there's way more things getting announced. So, honestly, I kind of respect Annapurna for doing something in the, at the end of July. I, yeah, I, res- too. I respect, you know, Sony saying, you know, we'll just, we'll just let all of this fervor die down. That way we can have the visibility. Plus, they showed off 14 minutes of their one of their most anticipated titles not right. a yep. month ago. And I, yep. but and the whole I think we need to get away from the win because I think that feeds into these stupid console fanboys. And, and yeah, that's another thing. Like, yeah, definitely. I'm also you know what I'm willing to say, not fanboyism. Xbox had the strongest show of the weekend, but mm-hmm. to Matt's mm-hmm. point. E3 no longer has a monopoly on the gaming news season. Couple, The two biggest main factors that were the first factors for that, Sony leaving E3 when E3 was still E3 was a huge yeah. deal. Mm-hmm. And Jeff Keighley having Summer Game Fest and also upping the stakes on Gamescom, again, is making this a whole summer-long event 
of news season. And then you've got Annapurna, you've got E3 moving into July. You don't know when Sony's going, but they are going to go, we can presume. E3 no longer has that monopoly. Do I still get excited? Fuck yes. I love oh, yeah. oh, how much, I'm, I'm I love how much sp- spotlight was put on indies. And what you need to do is you need to separate two things. To me, it's like church and state. You need to separate the actual news that we get itself and so the social media reaction to said news. Because those are two very different things. Because the gaming community on things like Twitter and whatnot is very different from the actual fact of the matter. There was so many good announcements, especially in the indie arena mm-hmm. across all shows this weekend, that we all have something to be excited about, even if it's not the same E3 we knew two, three, four, five years ago. Sure. Um, so that's just my little piece on all of this. Oh, no, you're right. Like, I've seen people like, oh, I didn't really, not you, Matt. I know yeah. you oh, yeah. get into like the shows, but like people like, Eh, nothing really caught my eye. It says, what do you mean? Like, what were you looking? I think the problem is people want something and they didn't get that. Like, I went into all this. I didn't, there wasn't like, oh, this studio better announce this. I just, it's just cool to hear. And I wish there was a way for less leaks. And we didn't get a ton of leaks. I thought, I mean, I knew Ubisoft locking it down so hard. Nintendo leaked it for them. I mean, I knew them. I knew Gearbox was having. There was a code named Wonderlands, and then Borderlands like tweeted out like three days, two days, but we didn't know exactly what it was. So it was exciting to see that. Like, it's just it's an ex- even all the game. I'm not, even if I had an Xbox. I mean, I have a PC, but I can't run like Starfield. I'm not going to play all these games anyway, even if I could. There's yeah. so many games that, like, I think anyone who's a gamer had to have at least, between the indies and everything, like, five to ten things that, like, you can't tell me, like, oh, I didn't like anything. Like, what were you looking for? If you like? There was literally everything from every genre out there. Like... I think it's people who, oh, they better do Breath of the Wild 2 or it's a failure. Yeah. Well, you're going to be disappointed if you go into every conference like, I want this. Like, Microsoft better have Gears of War and they don't. Oh, it sucked. It's like, yeah, I want a Final Fantasy 6. I didn't even expect that. Then we got whatever we got. But, like, sure, I was disappointed. But, I mean, I got excited by Guardian. Guardian is like, I was like, oh, this is something I didn't even know I wanted. There's always going to be some disappointments. The thing is, some people just want to have an opinion about something and they just, they just go because it's social media and they get fired up. Like for me, Xbox had the best show, but some people were disappointed that Avowed didn't show up. I'm personally concerned for the health and welfare of Senua. Where the (laughs) fuck is she? Because that was the first game they announced when they revealed the new console and has not been seen since. Also, cool, one of the coolest reveal yep. trailers ever with that Absolutely. music. I'm too chicken shit to even play Senua, and I'm a huge fan of that game. Right. Um, um, well, see, I, I, I did want to say, like, on to dovetail on the point of people come into this saying... If I don't get this, I remember when I first started podcasting and this is seven years ago now, 
uh, I think seven years and a week ago, the first episode I was ever a part of went up. Uh, there was a person in the community around that show who made it his business to talk about how much, and I, and I, I'm not going to, I'm not going to say his name. Cause I don't know how, I know he doesn't listen to this, so I don't really care, but I don't know how in the, I'm not going to try and piss someone off who writes for an outlet, but he was always like, he was always like, he was, it wasn't just that he was anti shit that I like, like indie games. I, I'm not a, I don't, I'm not mad at pixel art, but pixel art doesn't turn me away. And sometimes I think it's very, very beautiful. Sometimes I think pixel art can look better than photorealism. It can happen. That's subjective choice. That's art. But this guy was like, I'm so sick of hearing about how good indie games are. No indie game is good. I only want long 25 hour experiences. And then, but then you'd say, now, if you get me on RPGs, they're bullshit as well. They don't respect my time. And I'm ultimately, I ultimately land on with this person that there was never going to be anything that satisfied him. All, and I think in just examining my thoughts on that, I think it's because so, so many people go in expecting a bigger outlet to say, these are the best things from the recent conference. And usually when they do that, you look at where their focus is. Because I'll bet you, if you look at like most of the last six games of the year, since what, 2015, a lot of them weren't announced with big fanfare at the E3 a year before. Some of them were. Not going to take that away. Like Horizon Zero Dawn, Breath of the Wild, God of War. Like flagship titles. That's yeah, like that, that. I mean, sometimes, sometimes that shit lines up. Uh, but it's just like the best-selling album every year doesn't always win the Grammy. Grammys suck. Hades but, is a good example. Yeah. Hades was nominated Hades. for more shit last year mm-hmm. at the Game Awards. Well, look and, at Dead Cells. Yeah. It brought like yeah. roguelikes to the forefront before yeah. Hades. Yeah. Indie. Nobody knew mm-hmm. about that studio. Celeste right. was nominated for Game of the Year. Mm-hmm. People are just, right. And then, then you have that sect of gamers who just like Tiny Tina's Wonderland was announced and I saw people why? Like Borderlands is dead. Like Borderlands three sold like garbage. It's like mm-hmm. uh, sold five million units. So I don't know what your definition yeah. is. Good. Well, and 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 I remember in the movie indie game or indie game the movie two the sequel to it. Tommy Reffins, one of the developers of Super Meat Boy, pointed this out. He's like, people on the internet, you can go on the internet, go onto YouTube, find just a thirty second video of a baby laughing, and it will have millions of likes but there will be 200 people that who, dislike. Have, who dislike it out of like with in comparison to like the millions of folks that have liked it. Cause, and those 200 people just assholes. Like they, they eat, they, breathe, walk, talk assholes. They don't dislike it because they dislike it. They thought it'd be funny to dislike it or something. Yeah. Well, yeah. But yeah, I mean, gamers, it's not all about you. I... 
Story Route Zero, we have some cool friends who do some cool things, and I'd like to tell you about them. Phoenix Overdrive uses the power of games and gamers to help heal sick kids through the charity Extra Life. Phoenix Overdrive fundraises for Children's Miracle Network hospitals all year, every year, and the fund culminates in a 24-hour gaming marathon. Find out more about their events and projects online via Facebook at facebook.com slash phoenixoverdrive or on Twitter and Instagram at phx underscore overdrive. You can also join the Facebook group of Pawn Stars at facebook.com slash groups slash nation in order to share and discuss all the latest in nerd culture. They've also got a podcast, Nerd Overdrive, which you can see weekly at youtube.com slash phoenixoverdrive. You can also catch it on Facebook Live or twitch.tv slash phx underscore overdrive. That podcast is also published on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and Stitcher. You want merch? They got merch. Merch can be ordered from tinyurl.com slash phxodmerch, a portion of which goes to their fundraising efforts. Join the nation and be a hero to sick kids as El Capitan Rey Osorio, Lee the Maestro, and Becky, the lovely queen of the guild, always say, hashtag rise above. Thank you for listening to Story Route Zero. We hope you have enjoyed your time here as much as we've enjoyed having you. Once again, questions, concerns, complaints, pictures of pets, or favorite recipes can be sent to storyroutezero at gmail.com. You can yell at us on Twitter at storyroutezero. Rate us and review us on iTunes, YouTube, or wherever you may have found us as it helps with discoverability. If you'd like to hit us up individually, you can find Moose Cool at Sven, that's S-V-H-E-N-N on Twitter, PSN, Instagram, and of course, Twitch, streaming games. You can find Jason Marshall writing at obelisk.co. You can also find him on Twitter, at GimpyJ, with two Y's at the end, as well as PSN, Instagram, and Twitch. He also has his own website, whereisthepausebutton.com. You can find Michaela Crescione doing all sorts of writing at obelisk.co, as well as on Twitter, at redxmod. My name is Matthew Keel. You can find me everywhere I'd like to be, at infinite underscore rewind. That's Twitter. That's Instagram. That's Twitch. That's PSN. And I also have my own website, infiniterewind.com. Be sure to check us out at all the places. You are always welcome, and you will always have a seat waiting for you on this ride. Thank you for listening, but for now, it's back to the real world for us. So we will see you on the next one.